Miracy. I'm Chris Badgett, and you're listening to Making It. I run a business called Lifter LMS, and we help course creators create, launch, and scale high-value online training. So earlier in life, I found myself often extremely bored, both in school, both in society, both in terms of just small talk and television. I was just massively bored. I had a great family, middle-class family in North Carolina, and I had good support, but I was just constantly bored. And really that led me into the wilderness, into the outdoor world. I got into things like long distance hiking, rock climbing, mountaineering. And it was through there, through all that exploration that I really discovered having fun. But I would often sit in class, really bored. I just didn't fit in. And I like to say I was born with kind of my middle finger extended. (laughs) Not that I was mean or aggro or anything like that, but I just... I always just wanted to do things my own way. So once I had some agency and when I went to college, I studied everything I wanted to study from anthropology to sustainable development to philosophy. I did all that just for the love of learning. It was only after I graduated that I realized it would be very difficult for me to get a job with all the stuff that I actually enjoyed learning about. After I left my university with a bachelor's degree, I moved into the back of my car, which was a SUV, and I traveled around the country. I reunited with one of my climbing partners and we would climb all over Canada and the mountains of the United States as well. And eventually I decided that I wanted to go to grad school and become a what's known as an ethnographic filmmaker, which is kind of like documentary filmmaker plus anthropology. and I applied to the only program in the country for that. In Boulder, I actually just moved, which means I just drove my vehicle to Boulder and I was camping in the mountains above Boulder, Colorado and trying to apply to this program while also living there so I could get residency and get tuition I could afford. And what ended up happening is I actually ended up shutting down that program as I applied for it so I didn't get in. And during that whole time, I randomly found work. I actually, on the streets of Boulder, I ran into a woman who was moving to a town up in the mountains of Colorado called Leadville. And she offered for me to come live up there while I figured things out. And I, it was up in Leadville, Colorado, where I randomly fell into a job as a sled dog tour guide, having known nothing about how to do that. And then, you know, after that season ended, I applied for a job in Alaska, which took me up there for the next almost decade. I just followed my passions with dogs in the wilderness and, you know, became an outdoor sled dog tour guide. Ultimately ended up running that company up there as an operations manager, which is where I learned business. And, you know, when you learn how to run a team and how to run an organization in the middle of nowhere in Alaska with no cell phones or anything like that, it really teaches you a lot of hard lessons. And after that, you know, anything else I ever run across in business is that wilderness experience has given me a sense of strength. You know, I've had many close calls with things like grizzly bears or dealing with a medical emergency in the wilderness. It's those things that put everything else into perspective with me as an entrepreneur.
And it was really after the birth of my first daughter where I decided it had been a good run, but I needed to make a lifestyle change and pivot into a different job that wouldn't have me away from home and where I could really be a present father. While I was in Alaska, I was able to save a lot of money because I had a well-paying job, but it's hard to spend money while you're living on a glacier. So I started doing some real estate investment with some of that capital. And, you know, the banks always looked at me a little surprised when I'd walk in because one, I had the down payment. Two, I was pretty young to be investing in rental property and things like that. So after we left Alaska, I was like, well, I'm sure I'd like to learn how to sell real estate. And so I got a job for a little bit as a real estate agent. And I started to figure out how to do online marketing for real estate. I started building websites for properties. And ultimately, other people started asking me to build a website for their businesses. And that's where my, you know, kind of website development services online business began at first locally. And then that snowballed into a job as a project manager at a bigger, higher end website agency place. And I just took my management skills and just applied it in a completely new niche. Then ultimately I started my own agency. I have not had a single mentor, but I feel like the biggest mentor for me has honestly been books and podcasts. My particular learning style is auditory. So once I really got into entrepreneurship and even before when I was managing somebody else's company, I would listen to, you know, in the past 10 years, I've probably listened to at least a thousand books and a thousand podcast episodes with experts on various topics. And that's where I really got the gains because, you know, like I said earlier, I was so bored in school, but once the internet and Audible and YouTube and podcasts opened up that I could go find exactly what I was looking for and find people that I resonated with, I became a voracious learner. So that has been a big impact. My story has been also, though, speckled with mentors along the way. For example, my boss in Alaska, I learned a lot from him about leadership and running a company. I've had good consulting and networking with colleagues of various stages. I recently, within the past three years, worked with a business coach for a while that I got a ton of value out of. So I continue to invest in learning. But there's never been that one figure for me. It's more like Hinduism, where you have, you know, a pantheon of deities around you. The point at which I realized I made it really depends on how I'm feeling any given day. So some days, even today, I feel like I have not made it yet. But when I'm in a better mood and feeling more optimistic and more like myself, I've felt like I've made it the entire time. It's all about mindset. So when you're living in your car, you know, and I'm eating sardines and just cheap food, but spending my days climbing mountains and scrounging some work here or there to afford everything, it looks like being homeless. But to me, I was on a grand adventure, just doing my thing, being completely free and outside of the system. So every step of the way, uh, it's really just a mindset. I feel like I've made it constantly, but I have bad days too, where I feel like I don't have enough. When I first became an entrepreneur and I made my first dollar on the internet, 
I felt like I made it because I was free. I was free from having to not have control over my destiny in my working life. Not that I had bad bosses or anything like that. The other areas of feeling like I made it is when a client or customer was really happy. That never gets old. Just like the payment notifications never get old. Being able to not worry about certain things like shopping at the health food store or the bill when going out to dinner or needing to get a different vehicle and everything's going to be okay. There's, there's those levels of making it as well. These are all very important milestones. The biggest part of making it, and I've learned this also interviewing a lot of my customers, they'll often say, and I would agree with them, is that I feel like I got to be completely me. That's one of the biggest drivers, and it's less obvious than you know, making money or making a difference or making impact, but to truly get to be yourself, that's making it. I'm Chris Badgett, and you've been listening to Making It. You can find me at lifterlms.com and at my podcast, LMSCast. Making It is part of the Mirror CFM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Course Lab and Just Between Coaches. This episode of Making It was assembled by Jeff Govertson. Cynthia Lamb produced the episode. Danny Berman is our associate producer. Danny Innie is our executive producer. Post-production was by Post Office Sound. To catch the great episodes that are coming up on Making It, go ahead and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you liked the show, please leave us a starred review. It's the best way to help us get these ideas to more people. Thank you. We'll see you next time.